Hello. That's Brittany. Hello. Hi, Brittany. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Thank you for providing us with so much entertainment this year. It's the adventures of... Is that me? Mind your business, bitch. Oh, my oh God. God. I was like, I didn't hit that. Oh. Mike's got his finger on the button today. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. You did that. No, I didn't. You did that, Mike. I guess we won't know. He did it. Okay. I can't. You know Bradley did it. Did I do that? I did. I do know. He knows I'm gullible, and then I... No, I didn't do that. Did I? That was absolutely me. Okay. I was like, there's no way I could have Oh, my God. You're both such good liars. (laughs) I believed Mike. So who did it? I believe Mike over you. I guess I'm a better liar. You believe Mike over me. Yeah, because you are always trying to get me to believe things. No, what's weird is that you just fall for the things that I say. (laughs) And so then you take that out on me. (laughs) Oh, well, do you want to hang out with Mariah Carey this Christmas? No, because I feel like she... Oh. What was that? She face needs for? someone to hang out with. She does. She's single okay, now. Well, no, she can come hang out with me and my mom and Jamie this Christmas. Yeah, that's fine. Come down to Florida, see us, girl. What's she doing? Well, she is back on the market because she oh, no. and boyfriend Brian Tanaka. Let's just call him Kanaka. Kanaka have reportedly called it quits on their relationship. Oh, I see where you got Kanaka. I was like, why are you calling him Kanaka? That's their publicationship. Yeah, name. that's their publicationship name. Okay. Uh, now, he started out as her backup dancer in 2016, and uh, it's been seven years. They did have a brief period of time, I remember, where they broke up and then they got back together again. But if you remember, she, um, well, the the deal is what the tabloids are putting out there is that he wants to be a father. He wants to have a baby, and she does not. Okay, you've you've we've done this now for a year. So I want you to tell me, based on where you're hearing this, so who's saying it and what are they actually saying? Because I I think that that's going to tell us who wants us to believe these things, and then we can question whether or not this is a a legit story. Okay, we have Page Six and TMZ. And how are they phrasing it? Well, Page Six is focusing on the fact that she went to to the White House to cozy up to Biden. She went, she took her twins to the, the, she was in Aspen. That was one of the reports that TMZ put out there that, oh, they might be breaking up because this was a few days ago. Was this like a source tells this Mm -hmm. outlet that these two have broken up or what does the source actually say? Well, let me go ahead and look that up for you. Uh, Mariah Aspen, because I think it was a source before. Mariah Carey goes shopping in Aspen amid rumored split with Brian. The only reason I ask is because I'm just trying to get to the bottom of like, is this just the tabloids uh, trying to push somebody's narrative? That is, is Mariah trying to get us to think? Because when we think about these two, remember, they started this publicationship started in a a very overt way with Mm -hmm. her reality show in 2016 called Mariah's World. And this whole romance was sold to us as a storyline for the reality show. Yeah. And which makes it suspect. Now, the fact that they've been together for seven years hence, and we haven't heard much out of them, makes me think, well, they must have had an actual relationship of some kind. Yeah. But now that we're talking about it being over, it's because maybe it is or has been for a while and they Mm want to just finally get it out there. So is it Mariah's people that are putting it out there or is it Brian's people or 
is she going to be pimping some new uh, reality show and she needs to get her eyeballs on something again? Maybe. I mean, they are just reporting on the fact that she was in Aspen shopping by herself Mm. in an all-white outfit and taking pictures with people. So it's like, I'm by myself, I'm shopping alone. He also hasn't been a part of the tour. Like, he hasn't, her Merry Christmas one and all tour, he hasn't been around. He hasn't been dancing. He's not there. So um, she stopped to take selfies with fans. And, um, yeah, so they're like, oh, where's Brian? And, you know, she's just, I think that's a statement. Like, I'm on my own now. And then she directly went to the White House um, to hang out with President Biden and brought her kids with her. Um, what I was reminded of is that they started dating. I did watch that, Mariah's World, and it was like right after her engagement to that billionaire James Packer. Mm-hmm. And he was something else. Yeah, and this he was, in was the- kind of very eccentric and wanting to sort of maybe control her in a way it seemed like yeah well it and with it. she basically they were going to get married and he had a ring and there was a whole thing and then she very visibly split from him and was like nope bye and i don't remember the exact minor details around that time but this was all you know i guarantee the blinds were talking about it at the time but this was all for the world to see both in the tabloids and then ultimately in that reality show um, from what I see here, just going back into tabloids, it looks like James hated the reality show from the get-go. It was a major source of conflict. He also, oh, this was a big thing I remember. She was spending tons and tons of money, and he hated that. It's like, what do you, are you just setting a precedent like you're not going to spend my money like that? Yeah. You know, I remember we were all kind of like, ugh, this guy. <laughs> When I hear, and you quoted this page six story, which alleged that he wanted to have more or he wanted to have kids and whatever, that to me, like, sure, that could be a real thing. But like when sources are saying that to tabloids, I always think like, oh, that sounds like a pretty cookie cutter excuse for why you wouldn't want to be with someone. It took you seven years to figure out that she wasn't going to have kids. And I think it's just the only point that they're really making there is that he's 40 and she's 54. So they want to show the age difference. And so they use the excuse of, you know, oh, well, she doesn't want kids and he does. You know, they usually bring that up just to point out a woman's age. So um, maybe they're just doing it to get more people interested in going to see her. Yeah. During her tour. Yeah. Who knows? I all, all I'm saying is that with that, it just seems like that's not a real answer. Like they're not really breaking up because he's like, I want to have a family. No. Because I think you would have known right away with Mariah Carey whether or not she was going to have a family. I don't think she's going to, like, equivocate, like, well, maybe. No. Uh, no, I, I am 100% agree with you on that one. I was like, that's what they're put going with? Okay. But so. it also just, yeah, I feel like there's more to the story, which I imagine we will learn in the coming weeks and months in the year 2024, which is going to be right around the corner. Oh, my God, can you imagine? We're already in 2024 almost, kind of. Everybody that has to work up until that day hates us right now. Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, I get it. We still have 10 days. Yeah. Um, but the, the new year is just around the corner. When we come back, we are finally going to get to the story that we have put off talking about for days, mostly because it's really gross. But it's not, okay, gross maybe is not the right word. It's really sad. And it's about this woman who was accused of, um, 
physically abusing her children. However, we talked about this months ago when we first learned of it. And I was fascinated how by this woman is a YouTuber. And that's Mm -hmm. why the story sort of broke through is that she was this family YouTuber. And then unbeknownst to everybody, her children were being abused. She then was arrested and held, is finally being held accountable, which is awesome. And so I'm happy about that. And I kind of wanted to just tie up the loose end of that story since we talked about it months ago. Also, there's this whole cult aspect of mm-hmm. it, which really, you know, anytime there's a cult, we get a little fascinated. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to fill you in on the details of that development when we come back right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my the show the adventures of bradley and dawn my talk 1071 thank you for joining us uh we will have um we won't be back until the second of january but um we have a bunch of best of segments that you'll hear over the holidays that mike put together for you to enjoy now we got to get into something that isn't that fun to talk about but the good news is is that um this person is behind bars and Children are on, are not suffering right now. Yeah, so I told you months ago the story about Ruby Frank, or Frankie. I don't know how she pronounces her name. Frankly, I don't care. Hi. But also I told you the story about another woman with the last name Hildebrandt. And yes. the story of Ruby and Ms. Hildebrandt uh, was made aware to us when they were both arrested and charged with child abuse, Ruby for abusing her children and Jody Hildebrandt uh, for abusing Ruby's children, like these children are abused by these two women. And there's a lot of questions you're going to have, and I get it. Like, we don't have all the time in the world to give you the entire story, but essentially the reason we're talking about the story again is that initially they were arrested back in February, or not February, I don't remember. I think it was August. Um, February is when they're going to be sentenced. Um, August 30th. So it was this summer that we told you about the story initially. And at that time, we, this all went down because one of her kids escaped. Like literally out of a window. Like literally out through a window, escaped, went to a neighbor's. The neighbor said that he was malnourished and emaciated and so shortly and had duct tape on his extremities and shortly there, which we'll get to. And shortly thereafter, uh, mom and this Hildebrandt, this Jody Hildebrandt were arrested. Well, they had. OK, what's interesting is and the reason we're talking about it is because Jody was uh, has pleaded guilty. Not Jody, excuse me. Uh, the mom, Ruby, has pleaded guilty. And as part of that, she has also agreed to testify against this Jody Hildebrandt person. Yeah. And she says. Basically, that it was Jody Hildebrandt that made her abuse her kids. Okay. Nice try. Yeah. I don't have time oh, for yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Well, right. I don't have I time mean, for really, that. Really, she's pleading guilty because a couple of the charges were dropped. That's what happened. Well, it's a plea deal, right? Yeah, but, plea at the, deal. But, but the point is, she's trying to say mm-hmm. that she was not responsible, ultimately, that this woman is the one who sort of had power over her and made her abuse her children. And I could go chapter and verse and tell you all about the horrible things, but it's not like, like you'll read some of the things and go, Oh, that's bad. And, then, <laughs> and then there are other things where I mean, she at one point was holding this kid underwater. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's bad. Mm-hmm. So just trust me when I say there was, uh, it's a good thing that she was arrested and I'm glad to know that she's pleading guilty and that she will be charged. And, uh, it's probably, you know, she's not going to get 
the sentence she deserves, but nonetheless. This was also part of this, like, a like therapy slash religious. There was this whole effort that these two were, they had their own YouTube channel. Yeah. I think it was called, like, Eight Passengers or Eight something. Eight Passengers, and then the organization was Connection. Well, the Connection, yeah. But with two X's or... The something. Eight Passengers, we played, I think, at the time, some of the audio oh. of them talking about... It was very shamey, like... If somebody is doing something wrong in your life, it's because they're not right with God, essentially. Mm. So it's their fault. So if somebody is, you know, doing poorly in school or if a kid is, you know, misbehaving, it's all their their fault. fault. Yeah, the child's fault. Yeah, this is this is the uh, twin flames idea too. That everything you have a problem with, they do mirror exercises. Let's be clear: this is every cult because whether it's Scientology or anything else, it's like, well, look at yourself. It's your problem. Yeah, you're the reason that you're failing in life, and so. Um, anyway, it's a way to take power away from like a, a person, because right? Because you can only escape that without, you know, signing up for classes and paying somebody a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Or giving people a reason to abuse their children. Mm. Anyway, I was just glad when I read this story that, you know, even though she's not going to be getting perhaps the sentence uh, that ultimately I think she deserves, she's being held accountable. And the most important thing is these kids are out of harm's way. Yes. I, I'm i really curious. I read in here also, which, you know, we also don't have time for, but her siblings, so their aunts and uncles. This was very problematic because I know said, what you're going to say. This is like, this needed to happen a long time ago yep. or this needed to be done. They well, then knew. why didn't you do it? Why did the kid have to escape out a window? Yeah, because as you started when, and I remember we had this conversation back in August or whatever it was, because there were a lot of early warning signs and people said, we, you know, realized that this was an issue, but I think it was a situation where they were afraid, you know, for whatever reason, I'm not excusing the behavior. Sure. But there was a huge lack of judgment on yeah. the part of the rest of this family because these kids were visibly, I mean, they were being bound mm-hmm. and deprived of basic, right the things that you need to live. I mean, even people Water, who, food. yes, even people who apparently were watching on YouTube were like, yes. that's abusive. Well, you know, the way she was teaching people how to discipline their kids. She would do things, and this is the things that ticked people off, or like, ticked, I mean, like, um, pick, uh, where they started to pay attention. Like, her daughter, six years old, forgot her lunch, and mm-hmm. she refused to take her lunch to school for the daughter. Like, oh, she forgot it. She's going to have to suffer the consequence. She's God. six. She's six. This and is not like a teenager are, yeah. who's being willful. This is a six-year-old. And so it was little things like that that people were like, mm, mm, yeah, are we, are we? And it was so much worse, which should not be surprising because like if those other things are happening, right, somebody should be checking to make sure that these kids are safe. And we can't forget like, yes, there are things like that. But then also she even in court said that her two youngest children were possessed. That yeah, they well, were and evil she was telling convince the kids. She, I was going to say, she was telling the kids that, which again like is like another sign of abuse. Is like you, like you can't do good because you're bad, and you're bad. You're just it's in you, 
and which just imagine what it does to that oh, child's psychological self-esteem. abuse. Oh yeah. my gosh. So, you know, hopefully, so it looks like she had been separated from her husband and that he wasn't in the picture for a year. So he well, said this, he had no part in it. This woman had sort of taken over Mm-mm. this other, this mommy, other mom. Joey blogger. Hildebrandt. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she was, uh, I don't remember, she was kind of one of those like pseudo-religious therapist people who sort of, I don't know what her actual qualifications were. I think she was like a counselor or something, but not like an actual licensed therapist. Hmm. And uh, to watch their videos together, it Mm -hmm. was just... It's scary. Especially when you know what happened, it was ominous. Mm -hmm. I see a... um... A lifetime movie of some sort. I know for sure. Or Not that we all need to consume things in an entertainment way. No, but, but I just think to it's, open people's it's a eyes. fascinating story. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a fascinating story and one that um, continues to make headlines for a reason. But the good news is those kids got help. Yes. And we are grateful for that this holiday season. Now, when we come back, we're going to lighten things up a bit with a conversation about resolutions. A new you in 2024. (laughs) What you bring into the table. What you going to change. We'll talk about it when we come back. Welcome to the show, Mike. My talk 107.1. I almost said Microsoft. Microsoft? (laughs) I was looking at a computer problem. Did you just run out of words? How did you come across Stinkholes, girl? I was like looking at a Microsoft problem that I have. And I said, almost said Microsoft. What was Well, you know, we talked about a merger between Warner Brothers and Paramount. You never know. Maybe we'll come back from the holiday and Uh, Microsoft will have taken over my talk. Well, maybe they can help me with this computer problem. Anyway. What computer problem? You still having that over there, girl? uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know what happened. You're going to go to the Genius Bar? uh, No, I'm going to go to my uh, brother-in-law, who is his own Genius Bar. Okay, good. He is an IT person. Anyway. um, Is that your resolution for 2024? This is a new computer, and I think I clicked on a virus, but I have virus protection. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, can we talk about New Year's resolutions? I wanted to, yeah, because I know I I, I don't I haven't taken a read of the room. How do you guys feel about resolutions writ mm. large overall? You buy them, don't buy them, do them, play them, what? Personally, I think it is... Um, I've had times in the past where I've made New Year's resolutions and not kept with them. So I feel like you shy away from it. I do just because I feel like it sets me up for failure. Like, let's try to correct something in the coldest, (laughs) darkest months of the year where we're the most, you know, far away from the fun of summer. And, you know, it just seems like an awkward time. All right. So you have a you have a storied past. Mike, what about you? Yeah, they're not they're not for me, but I'm happy that if somebody needs that motivation and they need to have a starting point to a new them, then go for it. I you know, I have gone all over the place, but I am at a place in my life now where I love this opportunity every year. I like I don't know if it's just age or what, but, you know, the old and here's the other thing, like the older you get. And I always just feel like I address you, Mike, because you're the younger of the three of us. And because I just assumed Dawn, you've had similar experiences. The older you get, I feel like the more quickly the years go by and it feels like more of a rhythm now. And I feel like I'm in a rhythm to the year. And this is the rhythm. This part of the rhythm for me this time of year is like reflection and thinking about the year ahead and resetting goals and ideas. And it's not that I, because I don't, 
sit down and like do this list and then I checklist. I'm not a checklist person. You know me, Dawn. But mm. I love the sort of reflective time that we get this time of year. Mm -hmm. Things slow down. Mm -hmm. Things are dark. We're spending more time maybe alone or in the home or, you know, in contemplative spaces. I don't want to oversell this. But because of that, I kind of embraced it in a way where I was like, okay, well, what really do I want to do differently? Mm -hmm. And maybe it, the answer is not anything really, right? Like sometimes it's like, I think we're good. <laughs> you know? I'm going to reflect on this and I'm going to think, eh, yeah, but to. that's, that's, but I think that's again, just a, a function of my life as I've over contemplated and over complicated, uh, that task before, like, oh, I have to have 50 things on my list, right? Mm, for sure. Where sometimes it's like, no, I think, you know, sure, if something new comes along, great, we'll try it. But I think we're, you know, let's just keep motoring along, do you. But there are things, too, I think, that, like, just little things, kind of like, you know, like little stocking stuff or resolutions. Mm, yeah. So for me, and I don't know if you guys have any of these, but, like, in 2024, I want and... um Q is doing this exercise for social media. He went around and asked us, like, if we had resolutions for 2024. Yeah, I didn't know that that's what the question was going to be, so I made up something really quick. Oh, okay. Do you want to share? I said something that isn't true. Because <laughs> he goes, what's your you favorite lied? Christmas movie? And I said what I had prepared. Which was? Uh, Holiday Affair with Robert oh, Mitchum yeah. and Vivian Lee. Sure. Uh, and then I thought he was going to ask, and what do you want for Christmas? Which and we already did. But I didn't remember that. So he goes, and <laughs> he goes, what is your New Year's resolution? I go, my New Year's resolution. And I just said, I am going to repair a relationship that's based on political views or something like that. What? Make amends, I said, with a family member. Girl. Based on, it's not true. <laughs> okay, I'm not what you explained to me anyone. earlier, to be quite honest, was it sounds like you've got some family members who you disagree with on political matters and you were hoping to maybe like build a bridge to those people. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so why did you say that? Because I was on the spot. He had a camera in my face and it was the You thing. could tell him to stop the camera. No, nah, you should just roll with it and go with anything. Okay. You know, I don't think they watch. Do you have our... a real uh, and again, uh, that one is huge because when you said that, I was like, I know, oh, God, very, my resolution this dark. year. It's not going to was... make anyone laugh. It's awful. <laughs> my... Has he put it up yet? No, no, no. Good. My... I want to do it over. Yeah, do it over. Yeah, go do that over now that you've told everyone. Um, but that's not true. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't care. Whatever they believe, they believe. I don't care. <laughs> go on. on yours. You're on a journey, girl. No, go on. Tell Mine me was very simply like, I want to learn Spanish in yep, 2024. That's great. But those are the kinds of realistic stocking stuff or resolutions that I think, are you know, can be helpful in the year. Like, oh, I want to do like a memory app. I don't know, like little things that are not going to like <laughs> break your attention span bank. But that will actually still interest you in trying to improve uh, or do something different. Either of you have any of those? Dawn, you might need to think. I don't want to put you on the spot and make you come up with something that's a lie. A lie. Mike? I've been thinking all day about what I'm going to tell Quinn, and I still have no idea. Really? So, no. I, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's fine. There's. I mean, it's not like there's any expectation, yeah. too. If, dear listeners, you have any uh, resolutions for 2024, you can let us know. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We can also take your email. Oh, I do have one. What? 
I, I'm not going to believe you. I need to clean out my storage unit and I, make ooh, it into a smaller storage unit. Well, this is, I'm going to believe you because A, I know this story is true because you've told me this in the past. But B, why is it taking you so long? Because since I've known you, which I've known you for a lot longer than I've done this show with you. Yeah. You have talked about the storage unit being a problem in your mm-hmm. life. So what's kept you from doing it? I don't, I'm lazy. I'm not lazy, but it's not fun to go over there because it makes me feel like this is all of my life in one 10 by 10 room. It's emotional. And then I go, how come I can't have my things, but he can have his things. But I'm shamed for having a storage unit, but my boyfriend has a whole house. Okay, so now you're talking about shame and bringing up other people. So this sounds like it's a more emotional (laughs) thing than just an organizational thing. He does not make me feel that way. I feel that way because I feel like I have to give up all this stuff whenever everybody else has stuff they just have a house to put it in and i share space but he already had all of this stuff in his space so there isn't a lot of room for me yeah and it's not like oh poor me it's just the situation that i chose to put myself in okay so why i chose to put myself in that situation because i was supposed to just be i was gonna buy a house but then the housing prices went up so I was just moving in with him for a year after my lease came up. Yeah. But then it, the thing happened, like the COVID and the thing. So now I'm having a hard time finding a house that's within my price range. Oh, so just keep the storage unit until you get the house. I guess so. But then it's like how much money? The storage unit has gone up from $89 a I mean, month the to is, The other option then is to liquidate, but it sounds like there's an emotional block happening. While you work on that emotional block. I want to hear from listeners. Well, that's what I was going to say is while you're working on your emotional block, we're going to listen to Patty. Patty. Patty, is this cookie Patty? Uh, No, peppermint Patty. Okay, peppermint Patty. Happy holidays to you, honey. (laughs) What uh, what's your New Year's resolution? Well, a while back, Bradley, you had mentioned about cleaning out one thing like a room, a desk, whatever it might be. Yeah. Well, that's. That's my resolution because uh, last night I got an email that my son's uh, school lunch account was down to $2.60. Okay. No problem. No problem. I will just add. I'll go online and I'll I'll put some funds in. Mm. I'm not very organized because I couldn't find my username or I couldn't (laughs) find my password. Yeah. And my husband had got me this book off of Amazon so I could record all that stuff. Okay problem is i couldn't find my book yeah oh getting getting organized patty i feel you and let me tell you the thing that has been so helpful with because what we've done in our house and this is very much jamie's doing is every week it has to be one thing it doesn't have to be a room i mean it literally can be a drawer or a box in our basement or something has to get cleaned out or thrown out or like gone through and that has helped and just that tiny little thing each and every week and you know it's not every week but most weeks before you know it the year's over and you've like done a whole lot of stuff and it doesn't even feel like you put that much effort in so right and i have a feeling that that is why i can't find my username and password (laughs) on probably a scrap of paper because i cleaned out this drawer with a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. probably thought it was junk. And so 
I'm gonna I'm gonna fix that this all right twenty four. Yeah, Patty, Patty, I'm feeling it for you, girl. Good Thank job. you so much and happy holidays. Merry right. Christmas. You Thank can do you. It. Let's Thank you. let's go to Stacy. She's been patiently holding to share with us her resolution. Oh, she's coming in from outer space. Stacy, Stacy, do you Hi, hear our transmission? Uh, we're fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Okay. All right. What's your resolution? One word. More. More. What? Tell me more. Yeah. She's also doing more adventures, code. more activities, more learning to do fun for me. Oh, I love that. That's All right. a great one. Stacy, uh, thank you so much. We're going to let you go because you got a little bit of interference there happening from Jesus. from a submarine. Jesus uh, is a submarine. Or submarine. I mean, it's one <laughs> of the two. Uh, no, she was just having a little bit of interference on her phone line. But she said more, and I like that. Sometimes it's a word, right? People do that. That oh, was a thing. a word. Like you pick a word for the year. Like conflict. Well, hopefully your word for the year is not <laughs> conflict. My God, woman. Did you come up with any conclusions while we what? were waiting? I said, didn't I say something? Storage unit. Storage unit, yeah. No, no, no. Hmm? The mental block you were having with your storage unit. Oh, the mental block? Yeah. Oh, um, but I have cleaned out half of it. It's literally half the size. Oh, okay. I just do it in chunks. I don't do it every week. All right, I'll so be like, I'm going to take these 10 boxes and go so through So it's them. on your list for things to do next year? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Mike, should you come up with anything? Um, Not really. All right, it's fine. You don't have to. I'm going to sell my tiki bar. That's what I'm going to do this year. I have to let go of that. Oh, all right. Mine was to buy a tiki bar. This is perfect. <gasps> oh, my God. I bet you could get a discount, Mike. Uh, maybe. Let's talk. You're going to yeah. have to move it yourself, though, because I don't feel like she's doing that for you. Oh, it's very easy. I can put it at the back of my car. All right. It's that small? Mm, yeah. I mean, my car is a... My car, can you can really get a lot in that big brown box. Okay. All right. When we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, it's that time. The time where Mike takes over and we play a game. Will it be a game where we play together, Mike? It will be. Because it's technically a Friday, kind of. We'll find yeah. out what the game is and what we're playing when we come back. Right here on the last segment of The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Live for 2023 <laughs> on My Talk.